0: first episode of 2021 um, it's your boy it's your host coach Foster. you are now listening to get Buckus podcast with who else and no other but me um took a little break because of the holidays um i hope everybody enjoyed their holiday had a happy new year i know things have been going crazy a lot has went on a lot has happened since our last episode that we had to end the year I'm kicking off our Get Buckets podcast. Um, The NBA has kicked off. I have also kicked off my high school season, which is going very, very, very well. Um, And what other way than to kick off this first episode of this year's podcast with an up-and-coming or brand-new basketball team that has a Black coach. Um, It's based out of Massachusetts. And... I see this league expanding more and more and more. If you don't know the league that I'm talking about, it's the TBL. It's called The Basketball League. Um, They host numerous um um opportunities to have players that didn't, you know, that didn't make it to, like, the NBA or players that didn't get that D1 scholarship or might have had gotten that D1 and played D1 and still got it or still trying to get that opportunity to either – Get like a G League contract, or even try to get like a overseas contract. Um, I have no other than Damon Harper. Um, he is from Randolph, Massachusetts. Um, I've ran into Damon, Damon a couple times. Whether if it was me trying to actually try to go overseas, and then I tried that, I tried to do that, and then another opportunity came in. I'm just like, no, nah, I can't do that. I can't leave my kids at home. Um, I know he does that. I know he takes um a group of guys to like guatemala and they pray i mean play out there and they also get the opportunity you know to sign for some of these overseas leagues whether it's spain italy or whatever the case may be but now he is the head coach of i want to call him the south shore monarchs which they are holding their big tryout per se that should be coming up shortly but he's definitely gonna um keep us up to date. And then once I start asking him questions, he's definitely going to give us um, all that information that we need. If you are looking to actually trying to put yourself out there and expose your game to some of these people, um, try to take your game to the next level. So he's definitely going to um, break down some of the things that he looks for. He's definitely going to um, break down um, how, how he got to where he was at to be like the head coach of the, Like, I I might be wrong, don't quote me, but I want to call them the South Shore Monarchs. Um, We also going to try to throw in a little bit of what's going on in the NBA. Uh, This trade that James Harden kind of like pulled himself and having all these temper tantrums and saying he's not having a hissy fit. I don't know, man. As a basketball player, I wouldn't want any of my teammates to just be like, Come on and tell me to tell my team that we ain't built like that or we ain't ready, you know what I mean? But you know, I I don't know who to blame in this situation. Kind of bl- let blame the coach staff for letting things get out of hand. Um, it, they just let that man do whatever it is that he wanted to do when he was in Houston. So it's 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 kind of crazy that they're in the predicament that they are now. Um, I feel like they're in like almost like a rebu- rebuilding year, but. They do have some pieces. If John Wall and Victor Oladipo can click this year, that backcourt with Boogie Cousins, that backcourt is going to be crazy. They're going to give some people in the West um, definitely, definitely a run for their money because um, John Wall and Oladipo are no slouch. At one point in time, I want to say both of them was all-stars at one point in time in their career. Definitely John Wall was before he got injured, and Oladipo was as well too. Um, Let's talk about some of our Celtics, man. What's what's going on? We need Kimba. Do we need Kimba back, or should we just let the the rookie purchase play and let the rookie keep doing his thing? Uh, I don't know. I keep saying wait till Kimba gets back. You know, some of the things might change up, or some things might be different when Kimba comes back. But we we're gonna see. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see what happens. We're gonna definitely definitely def, definitely see what happens. But I like the young boy Purchase. He's hooping. He's attacking the basket. He's shooting. Uh, just getting into position getting into where whatever position he needs to get into. So he's looking good. My boy, uh, JT, putting in work every single game. And uh, my man, Jalen Brown doing his thug thizzle over there, man. The Celtics are, Celtics are looking good. But now that the Nets acquired James Harden, I think they're going to have to click. They're going to have to click. Um, I'm not going to be judging them off the first couple games I'm gonna let them get a couple games to jail. or I heard an announcer say they might play get good for the first like 10 games that they're together because you know all that adrenaline yeah like we got this we got that but once they play that one team where you know they might be down and it's who's gonna get the ball to end the game then you know I mean I think that's when they might start having a couple problems and trying to figure out who's gonna be the captain or whatever the case may be but I totally think that this is Kevin Durant's team and then these other two are you know, they they have to play their role. They have they they have to play their role in the Nets to be successful this year. For them to even get out excuse me, to get out the first round. I feel like anybody in the East can take it this year. Like anybody any and everybody in the East can take the East this year. The way that the East is built and the way that, you know, especially the Nets stacked up, um the seventy-sixers are looking, you know, okay. Maybe right might run in the middle of the pack, but you know they always give some team a nice playoff cushion push during the playoff. You know they give them a nice a hard time, but during the playoff, so I'm not I'm not too worried, and I'm still feel confident confident of the Celtics. You know, still holding it down in the East Coast. Um I mean currently right now we're still ranked number one in the East as of right now. Then you got Milwaukee in second and Philly in third. Um Brooklyn's in fifth, so there's just hope that they don't get hot and you know, but I I I love to see um Kevin Durant, um James Harden and my man Kyrie. I would like to see all of them on the court together. I wanna see what that would look like. That 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 that'll be special. That that'll that'll be something different. That'll be something different. Um just switching over to talking a little bit about some high school sports like i said um our high school season just started for those of you that don't know i also coach high school basketball i coach over in acton boxborough um, we had two big wins this weekend that's going to put not, not this weekend but two big wins this week we had varsity won their first there's yeah varsity won their first game this season on tuesday the second one on friday so we're now two and one um Last year, it was a hard year. It was a tough year for us because we were very, very young. We were very, very young. I want to say we was rolling with like nine freshmen on on varsity, and I, I had about four on JV with uh, one senior, only two, two seniors and one junior. So this year, the two, sen- two seniors left, so my, se- my junior is a senior now, and all those freshmen are now sophomores, so we're rolling with like Ten sophomores still playing JV. Four freshmen that are like really, really good. Four to five really, really good freshmen that like they're gonna change the game a lot. Then I got my junior that's a senior now. And then on my on my JV team, I have uh, four sophomores and the rest are all freshmen. That there's we just won our first game and we're just now starting to gel and starting to get everything to click and. All my, all my screaming and repeating and all my running during practice is starting to pay off. So as a coach, that felt really, really good to see um, <clears throat> some of your girls actually, you know, listen. Like sometimes you, you be practicing. I'm not even gonna lie. Last year was a tough, it was a, it was, it was, it was tough, man. I, I couldn't put a game out of my, out of the hat if I wanted to. I, I would be up twenty, then something will happen, and then I'll be like, damn, like. What in the world? I'm down six. Like, what the hell just happened? But um, I definitely, definitely learned from my mistakes last year. From last year to this year, I, I definitely learned a lot. there a lot of uh coaching research questions. I, I reached out to some of my mentors. Um I just had to, you know, how to familiar had to get myself familiarized from a coaching standpoint and Know that basketball is about, like, runs and, and strategies. It's almost like a chess game. Like, all right, so you got this. You got those moves. Let right? I me mean, counter your moves with, with this defense, with this specific type of defense. Or let me counter your offense with this specific type of play. So, I mean, I'm learning more about coaching. It's, 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 it's very, very fun. Um, shout out to my JV girls, once again. We played Cambridge and Latin and pulled off the victory. And shout out to the varsity girls who also pulled off. The victory three as well. For those of you that do not know, in Mass, we're running like this. Uh, the public schools are running kind of iffy. So, we're running back-to-back um, games for the season. So, say you play, uh, say, acting box, bro. Say we play Cambridge. We play, we'll play that school twice during the week. So, we'll play them on Tuesday and then again on Friday. And now you, a lot of people that's listening right now know how sports works. And it's kind of hard to beat any team twice, especially on a back-to-back. Like, you just played them on this day, now you gotta go out and play them again, like within a certain amount of days. Like, it's kinda hard for you to actually, like, play a back-to-back and actually try to win. You know what I mean? But we was able to do it. Like I said, we, we got some girls that are really, really good, really athletic. Some of them that shoot the ball, some of them can move the ball. So I, I'm telling you now, uh, in the next couple years, you, you're gonna hear about acting Boxborough basketball, man. We, 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 putting on, but we're getting put back on the map, um, and I love it, so shout out shout out to all my girls out there, shout out to all the coaching staff too, shout out to Coach Jesus, shout out to Coach Don, shout out to Coach Carol Lee, all the hard work that we're putting in with these young ladies, is, 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 is going to pay off, it's definitely going to pay off in the long run, but um, I just love being a part of the coaching staff, and shout out to you guys, man, I know you guys are enjoying your weekend this week, um, hopefully I can upload this this on time um if you are in the city so if you are in the city this weekend and you need something to do on martin luther king i don't know if the time is up but i know mitch with Herc 42 skills and drill is also it's also happened it's also happened having his um herc 42 skills martin luther king Basketball clinic. So if you are in the city or looking for a clinic or looking for something to do during these times, I would suggest you hit him up. Um, I would drop his information um, in the bio of the show. And also, um, if you can also hit him up on Instagram at Skills 42 It's H-E-R-C skills, S k-i-l-l drill d-r-i-l-l 42 her skill drill 42 if you look that up also on instagram he has all the information there it's called the i have a dream martin luther king day clinic um 125 dollars for the day jerseys included but you will be working out with some of boston's top-notch trainers um you'll be working in a great 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 facility um they are taking all the COVID protocols, so uh, make sure you come matched max up. Um, and uh, Coretta King and Queasy King also helped money raise money to uh, have this uh, clinic during these times. I know people are, are kind of trying to figure out what's going on during these times, but it's... It's, it's, it, it it's, it's one that we all have to be together and we all got to hold each other t- down during these times. So, um, so, so like I said, if you guys need some more information that's trying to get some, uh, a, more information on this basketball camp during these times, just go ahead and reach out to him and then he'll be hitting you guys back in a few. So, um, I know my guest, I know my guest is trying to, uh. Is, is we'll be getting on shortly. So in the meantime, let's go ahead and play some, one of my favorite tracks It's called Head Honcho by Leo the Kind. And uh, I don't know why this song always resides with me. Every time I play this, it just, I did a basketball mixtape off, off, off of this track. So, uh, for those that are that are listening, um, this is a a Boston a Boston uh not Boston artist. His name is Leo DeKine. He's a really really good friend of mine. Up and coming, really really good guy. Um, it's just his music is overall like awesome. Like I I'm not gonna be best, but I haven't heard a, a bad track by Leo in, in a while. I, I just haven't heard any bad track by Leo. It's just his music is just pure. It speaks to me. Um, it's different. If those that know me know that I'm I'm different. So let me play a little head honcho while my guest tries to log in.
1: I'm the I'm the head honcho. honcho. I'm the I'm the head honcho. I'm the head honcho, me I'm the end. People drive me crazy. Ain't no imitation. So much jealousy. Ain't no limitation. Who gon' fuck with me? Will you be relevant? If you had the same shit, you would feel the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm the, I'm the head honcho. Honcho. I'm the, I'm the head honcho. I'm the head honcho.
0: was new well not new maybe new to y'all there's older to me still still one of my favorite songs by leo the kind you can go ahead and on um, find him on apple music and go ahead and download that that was off his first ep um his first ep was called the ugly definitely a good ep uh, if you like good music if you want to keep supporting boston artists you can go ahead and download that and like i said you can find that on all platforms like i said the artist is called League of the Kind, and the EP is called The Ugly, all right? Uh, let's jump back into a little bit of more basketball talk. Let's talk about Rookies of the Year. Who do you guys think um, is in the top runnings for Rookie of the Year? Um, LaMelo is looking excellent, the way how he's playing. He's, he's looking really, really good. Um, I, I'm not even going to lie. I'm surprised. I, I, I didn't fall and in, in jump into the hype, how everybody jumps into, like, the hype when someone hits three threes and then tomorrow, you know what I mean? It's all of a sudden like it's a big hype thing. I don't follow hype and I don't jump into trends when it comes to basketball. I just let them be. Um I definitely, if you know me, did I wasn't even jumping on that stuff. Curry wave, when he first got in the league, I knew he could shoot, but I wasn't on some like, oh you need to stop pulling up from half court. I don't like it. People were I was getting bashed on when I when I started telling people that, you know, he might be the reason why you know some of the game of basketball is ruined, but not now everybody wants to be Steph Curry. But that's another story for another day. But besides um Lomelo, who else is sticking out to you guys as being like a key, a key, like key person for rookie of the year? Uh I haven't really seen too many people besides him. Um James Wiseman I seen I actually seen him play a couple nights ago. I've been watching ch- trying to watch some of the Golden State games and stuff like that just so I could see this young man play but last game I seen him play he did, he did all right. He he did pretty good. He's not doing what LaMelo's doing. LaMelo's leading this playoff this rookie uh I said playoff this rookie uh class for rookie of the year. He's he's blowing them out the water. Like, I don't see no other rookie doing what what he's doing. The other the rookies, um, are, other rookies are playing consistent, but they're not putting up some of the numbers that he's that he's doing. Um, Anthony Edwards is also doing his thing over at Minnesota, averaging thirteen, was it 13 and like two points, thirteen points and like two assists per game. So he, he's he's having an okay so far rookie campaign. Hopefully he doesn't hit that so-called rookie wall that they all hit when they are in the NBA. I haven't really seen a lot of rookies hit that wall not like how the older rookies did like when they was coming into the NBA. I know at some point in time you can tell a rookie was just drained and tired they didn't want to work no more they couldn't they couldn't even make it in the game. They were airballing threes but I think the game of basketball has changed so much that these kids are like conditioned and ready for war. As soon as they get come into the NBA, they're, they're ready to go. Um, I forgot who I was talking to saying that, uh, now that there isn't, um, that there wasn't like, uh, a summer time for like these rookies to like do the whole NBA transition from college the nba i i did say it's going to be tough for some of these rookies to get them ready because they just literally graduated college and they get thrown on the nba team it's just excuse me it's just like they ain't ready they ain't ready for this some i'm not gonna say y'all some are not ready for what the nba is bringing and some of the talent that the nba has is just much 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 more different from you know, college and everyone that I speak to, um, from the youngest of my players to the oldest player that I speak to, everyone that I speak to always says that there's always a jump in the next level of play. So, from freshman to JV, there's a jump in that level to play even though you might not see it or might not notice it there is a jump from jv to varsity there's a jump of level to play even going from varsity to juco juco to smart like every level as you go up to the top there's always some type of jump of play that someone's going to be bigger than you someone's going to be better than you someone's going to be stronger than you so like i always try to tell my players you always have to stay ready so you don't have to be ready Oh, be ready so you don't have to stay. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Y'all, 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 y'all get the drift of what I'm trying to say. Um, so uh what I'm gonna do now is I'm actually gonna bring my guest on the show, Mr. Damon Hopper. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. How are you doing this afternoon?
2: Oh, man. I am well, man. I am well. Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year. How, 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 how was New Year's? How did you bring it, you bring it in with the fam?
2: Um, um, new Year's was New Year's was phenomenal. I brought it in with family. Uh, also, um, just started a, uh, so I'm a pastor of a new church, just started a church. Okay. Uh, so, you know, brought it in with the spirit. That's what's up. Now, what church is this? So the name of the church is called Thessalonica Three, and it's um it's going to be based out of Pentecostals of Boston and Hyde Park, and the church is an east it's E church, so we do a lot of our um a lot of our services at the P O B location um, on Fridays at seven and post them on Sunday.
0: Okay, congratulations on that. Congratulations on that. I know my uh. My grandfather was is a Pentecostal preacher, but on the Spanish side, so it's kind of, wow. kind wow. of similar yeah my my my, my aunt yeah, my aunts a minister my my grandparents on the black side they were, were Baptists and Christians and church ushers and stuff like that so yes, Lord <laughs> I got a nice <laughs> strong, uh, church upbringing, you know what I mean
2: yup yup, yup big stuff yeah man yeah. um how how was your new year's?
0: It was, it was good. I actually, uh, it was kind of quiet. I, I didn't, I, I, I'm changing. I'm, I'm evolving. Yes, so yes, I, yes. I I spent it with my lady and we just had a little, little dinner mm. and we just chilled, you know, just watched the movie and relaxed. Didn't, didn't do too much. It's peaceful. It's nice and peaceful. No, 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 nothing. That, that was it. No, no kids. No, nothing. The kids is at mom's house. So yeah. I was just Relaxing.
2: Yeah, yeah, he said the pandemic, man,
0: got you focused on no stress, no stress. Yeah, yes. stressless, stressless. Yeah, now, now, now here you are, you a Randolph guy? You grew up in Randolph your whole life?
2: Um, I, uh, I'm so I'm from Dorchester. I went to school in Randolph.
0: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So you you went to Randolph High or what, Blue Hills?
2: Yeah, I went to Randolph High, and um, from there I went there all four years. Okay. Uh, I I went there. I played basketball there. That's why, um, you know, Meco. They had Meco at the time. I played Meco there for two years, and then you know, I loved it out in Randolph. So I said I'm going to stay in school in Randolph. And when Meco was done, which was my sophomore year, Mm -hmm. uh, I found a way to uh, still be able to attend school, um, in Randolph, and I continued my basketball career there.
0: Okay, okay. So, uh, wh- wh- where did you go after a- After school?
2: After, who- after high school? Yep. After high school, I went to college. I went to um, LaSalle University. It's a Division Three private school in Newton, Mass. In out, in
0: my neck, out in my neck of the woods, where, where I teach.
2: Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? You, you teach out there?
0: I'm at South. I, I work at Newton, South.
2: Oh yes, I didn't know that. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Right
0: down the street. Right down the street. That's good. That's good. That's good. Now, did you play in any college hoops or anything like that? Or or or, or did you say you get the are like no, nah, this ain't for me.
2: Yeah, I uh, I played I played at LaSalle University. Okay. Um straight out of straight out of high school, man. I um I had uh got two I had to get two hip surgeries wow. and um you know that that right there was a was a a uh, broken moment. So um, I had to you know redshirt my freshman year as a recruited athlete from Randolph High, mm-hmm. and um, then the following year I had to recalibrate, get my body right, get my mind mm-hmm. right. Um, I had new faith at the time, and um, I had spent a year trying to get all that together. Right in terms mm-hmm. of um, my health and making sure my academia didn't slip. And my junior and senior year, man, uh, I was blessed enough to finish playing ball and leave it all on the floor um, yeah. and, 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 yeah. and, feel, and feel self-gratified. So I played all four years at LaSalle University, um, and it was a huge success uh, because I graduated. And uh, from there, I ended up you know, getting involved in pro basketball.
0: Okay, all right. Thank you for that transition. All right, thank you for that transition right there. Uh-oh.
2: so, we, so
0: connected. I, we connected. I I remember a, a couple a couple years a couple years back. I know I reached out. You know, I'm, I still I still had like a a little bit more than a quarter tank of gas left in my tank. And I tried to reach out for you know because I know you had. What I
2: might say it wrong? Is it O P F S? Yes. Yeah, so so. For- brother david i i you know as a man of the spirit, I gotta be honest with you, Brother David, I did not know this was your show,
0: yes, sir, this is me,
2: yes, Lord, so coming in, I'm letting you know that this is a this is a huge blessing, man, because I thank didn't you. know who I was coming in on with thank um, you, thank you, and shout out to my personal assistant mayback um but I think that this is a beautiful thing yep at the time when you reached out it was uh it was o p s s which which stands for On Purpose Sports Set.
0: Okay, I, I truly appreciate it. I truly appreciate
2: it. Ops Sports Management at the time, mm-hmm. and it was just a small form of expression. But now, now the 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 company has grown on an exponential and linear level. So now it's Noah's son, and Ops mm-hmm. Sports Management is now Ops University, um, oh. because we have so many um, women and men. And, you know, within that, you know, the, the services that we provide for players in regards to, um, you know, teaching them and helping them grow into a bigger brand and, you know, expand their value. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we decided to call it Ops University, um, you know, because it's more like an institute now. Um, and Noah's Sun is the umbrella. And, and, and within uh, Noah's there's there's Ops and then there's other programs next to Ops like um you know uh you know assets that help noah's son stand you know as a you know as a firm um yeah, in which in which i don't want to talk about yet i'm gonna let you guys the conversation yeah yeah. The other yeah 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 details
0: yeah yeah they they ain't ready for the they ain't ready for that fun flex bone not not quite yet <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean like like you said, I reached out because like I like I said, I felt like you you put out there that like I don't know like it was other people kind of doing the same thing that you was doing, but there was more like I this is what I could do for you sign this paper, give me two hundred fifty dollars, and then you're on your merry little way, you know what I mean? But you just kind of like brought you in with just like hey, this is what I this is what this is what it is, this is what what's gonna this is exactly what's gonna happen. Yes. I have a team. We, we fly out to this country. It's gonna be like a bonding experience. You gotta, you gotta play. You gotta show your showcase your talent, but at the same time, you gotta show the natives of that town. Like I remember looking at the schedule. Like you're gonna be doing this, that, and that. third. So it was like more in depth we getting ready for the real deal yes. than yes. these other people were. Yes, yes, yes. The reason why I didn't jump on that at the same time is because. That's when my first coaching gig opportunity hopped on. So I was just like, dang, it was yes. just like, do I chase my dream or do I start changing lives? You know what I mean? Because I had kids I was just like, it was just a decision that I'm I'm kind of happy I made the decision to, to help me to get to where I'm at now. Yes. But I always wanted to like reach back out and say, you know, thank you for even giving me those that, that wow. time to like sit down and even give wow. me that attention to be like, yo, I know... And I heard that you, you got a little bit of game. I just want to say even thank you, even years later, thank you for even like seeing me and giving me that opportunity, first and foremost.
2: Oh, man. Um, glory to God, man. Um, I, I appreciate you. Uh, you know, we're going to get that glory to God. Uh, and I, I want to say thank you for, you know, allowing me to, you know, just be a part of, you know, you trying to figure that part out, right? Mm-hmm. Um you know it's it's a blessing to you know be a, even a micro you know cosm of you know your journey and trying to like figure out your stability man um thank you for even considering me but thank you for giving me that transparency uh yeah man this this is a family affair yes lord
0: yeah. So t- tell, tell me, tell, tell the, world well, not me, but tell the world a little bit about like that little co- like how you did that. Cause I, I was on it. I-, I was just like, the first thing that I see in seen Ecuador, Honduras, I'm like, wait, I'm from Honduras. And if I can get the opportunity to go almost yes. back home to play a little bit more ball, then I- I'm on it. So
2: yes. Tell, yes.
0: Tell, tell the listeners a little bit more about that entity of that part of that, that little small, dot under the Noah, Noah's son's umbrella.
2: So like, so on, on purpose sports set at the time was just the platform that was, you know, utilized to work with the 99%, right? Because of, right. It being like a, a derivative for myself, a derivative of experience and education um, from my experience. And when I was playing and this is before social media, Right. I seen I just seen that there was a plethora of opportunities out there. Mm -hmm. Right. But then I also seen on the other side of the coin that there was a um, a huge amount of just unappreciation for players and where they're coming from and their stories. Right. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself that, you know, when I got to that paradigm moment. Right. um, And I had to consider, you know, why, you know, I am back in school, why am I getting my education, Mm -hmm. Uh, and how am I going to use my education, Um, you know, the spirit said, you know, remember your story, and I said, I'm going to do sports management, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to be an advocate for the players that are unaware of those, you know, opportunities that are easily accessible, especially in the the, the time of social media, and I'm going to appreciate their stories, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to appreciate where they're from. And, mm-hmm. you know, we want to try to connect these players and see if we can help them get that self gratifying experience yeah. you know, regarding the 10,000 hours, the sweat equity, you know, uh-huh. that they put in with the game, you know, and, and, and also dealing with like, you know, those hiccups along the way where you have people telling them no in Massachusetts when someone in Southern California would say yes. Right. Yes. Um, you know. Coming in and saying, like, just because they said no, that doesn't mean that God said that he's done with you. Right? Amen. Now, everybody's not ordained to play professional basketball, right? But, right. you know, we're talking about those who are, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, pretty much taking those players, man, and putting them in positions, putting them in the positions to actually, you know, continue and flourish and grow in their gift so mm-hmm. that they can actually figure out what they actually want to do with their lives by being successful in it.
0: Mhm the I think that was the part that like really got me that, that like made me gravitate towards reaching out to you. The the fact that you were just like, I know this hoop is here, like you said, I can I could have easily just said, you know what, Ma, nah, you know what, family? I'm yes. taking a year and I'm going to California, I'm taking a year off and I'm going to Texas. i want to Houston. I could have went down there and grinded it out and went somewhere. But the fact that you was giving the people in this state those same opportunities as these other states was, it was really big. I, and I think it was something that went over a, a lot of people's heads that didn't, that didn't know. I thought it was just some foo BS type thing. Like, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people missed out on this opportunity and, and it, it, it is what it is. So OCFS was doing their thing for a while. I remember I was following you guys for a while, and I know a good friend of mine, Joe, was your coach. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean Joe. Oh, Bugs. Yeah, that's my guy.
2: Yes, yes. That's my brother, man. Um, you know, we've been through we've been through a lot together. Um, and it's it's a blessing too you know, to, 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 to see that, you know, him because, uh, you kind of understand a little bit of his story too. Um, you know, it doesn't matter the circumstances, right. Mm -hmm. You know, what you should focus on is right. Because Mm -hmm. no matter, you know, what the perspective may be on the outside, you know, you know, whatever's on the inside is going to overrule. You're going to you know, you as an individual, you're going to be what God wants you to be if you just trust it. You know, yeah. Yep. Uh, the fact that you know Bugs, because he, you know, you see what he's doing as well within the, you know, the OPSS uh formula.
0: Yeah, nah, that that was my guy. When I told him I was I was gonna come out and try out, I was like, he was just like, yeah, yeah, come on, come on, let's do it. What I got you on my, I, I'll have you bringing up the ball. Da da, da, da da. You know, he got crazy, and I was just like, I'm gonna have to fall back. Then I try to reach out to him like, yo. Y'all still doing that stuff on Guatemala. I think I need to be on a coaching staff, telling like that. He was just like, "Come on, bro, what's up?" If you' serious, let yes, me know. Get to a and I was just like, ah. But yeah, <laughs> that's my guy right there. I know you guys. Between the both of you guys, man, y'all definitely so good people, and I I can see why OPSS blossomed and, and became what it is now because of the purity and the realness behind of what you guys do, and um, now, you went from from you know taking people out of this out of the country to like this is sometimes some of the dudes first time ever flying on a plane to go out to another country and stuff like that. So, yeah. how did the how how did you guys transition from uh, I might be jumping over a lot, but this is this is where this is where it's going to get this is where the meat and potatoes is at. So, right. how did you guys transition from OPSs to, or how did that come about to with the TBL. so
2: um so ops is just a um ops is just a hold on one second here Mm -hmm. it's only a it's only an asset within the bigger the big picture which is noah's son and you know we needed to figure out ways to uh electrify you know, the the mainstream mission of Noah's son to mm-hmm. also complement, you know, Ops and what it did for Noah's son to stand. So when I started Ops, you know, Ops wasn't it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? Uh, okay. when, I, when I got into entrepreneurship um, and I interned under my mentor, you know, um, he told me that, man, okay, you want to be an entrepreneur? Let me tell you something. Do not, you know, look at it like a body, right? Look at it like a body and do not, um, you know, start with the head. Mm-hmm. So start with the shin. Don't start with the feet because you don't want to let them know what kind of sneakers you got on. Right. Mm-hmm. But then from there, You know, once you're done with the shin, start with the arm. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, ops wasn't the big picture. Ops was just something to get a mustard seed to water so that the blossoming could eventually be Noah's son. So, um, you know, wanted to find an asset that can complement Ops and let Noah's son stand. So um, with the team, man, we meditated on it, and, you know, we did some research, we tried to figure out how can we create more opportunities for players within the company. Man, and, um, you know, you know, we came across the TBL. And uh, ironically, they was looking for, you know, teams to be um, – to be bought, right, they was looking for, you know, they were selling, they were selling, um, you know, uh, equity, and, um, you know, we hopped on it. And, you know, long story mm. short, glory to God, man, we, we became one of the first, um, you know, newly minority, minoritized individuals to own a team.
0: That's, that's big, and for people that don't know, um, the TBL also owned by a black woman. Yes. Black woman. Right. Yes. I, you. You're. For my people that are listening, the TBL is ran and owned by a black woman. that's yes. a good thing That. I think she. She. She is the first black woman to own her own professional league. Right. Yes. The first. The first black woman to own her own professional league where players get paid and people come out and, and see these players play. So that this is this is real big. And for you to be one of the is this the
2: first team in mass or one of the first team. This is the first TBL mass and the second. Um well the first and the second, right? But the first professional basketball opportunity outside of the bass outside of the Boston Celtics um so you know those brands like um you know the Bruins the Red Sox the, the the Patriots um you know the Celtics um you know there's the South Shore Monarchs and glory to god you know we're, we're blessed to be invited in and given a chance you know in the city of boston right to you know get a chance to prove that this organization can contribute to the winning you know characteristics and the winning traits of the market of new england and have that have that mount rushmore you know mm-hmm. conglomerate right you Will know, give us a a, a little space um, okay. to contribute to the community when it comes to opportunities like this Okay. Um, so you know yeah so it's, it's the first yeah.
0: First of all, congratulations on that. Big, big up,
2: brother. Big up.
0: I'm, <laughs> Thank I'm you brother. clapping. That's big ups. That's that's big right there. So, what would your what would your role be with the South Shore Monarchs? Are you coaching? Are you the team GM? Are you a little bit of everything? Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, I I basically do everything, right? Um, mm-hmm. but I'm just I'm I'm the owner, so I have relations. I should have. I should be able to close my eyes and know what even the janitor of the company is thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, you know, I'm willing to do the work on every level uh, in terms of helping, you know, employees uh, or anything or any characteristic of the brand. Uh, so um, but basically I'm not the head coach, but I you know I'm the one that set up the formulas. Um, you know, being from, you know, you know, Noah's son, you know, and all the services we have in there, we're kind of like integrating those principles to the monarchs. And, you know, we have some partnerships with some NBA Connects and, you know, we have an entire playbook, you know. So with the dynamic of the, you know, the relations we have through Noah's son as owner, um, and seeing the success in those principles, we just adding that to the to the coach the coaching attack. Um you know, through the proven success of it mm-hmm. so that, you know, we can have kind of like our own kind of edge, you know, when we get ready to get into the season, you know, and compete.
0: So where, where are you guys going to be playing out of? You got Are they building you guys a facility or are you using like a local college? Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going on a brief, a brief music break. We'll be right back.
2: We'll be back. Oh, yeah. Yes, right. yes. Now, nah, listen, listen. <laughs> listen, we're going to get this completed. All right. No, <laughs> yeah. Again, again, I'm super excited, David, because, again, I had no idea that I was hopping on with you, man. I apologize for that. No, um, it's
0: weird. it's fine. It's totally fine, me, man. A lot of people don't know that I'm that I'm doing this, and it's like I said, it's something that I started in October of last year, of 2020, mm-hmm. um, and I rolled out, and you're basically like you're you're you the first show of 2021. I go, I will probably roll this out in the next couple of days out there, you know, doing some audio editing and stuff like that. But yeah, this is something new, something I'm yeah. I, I, I'm trying to give back because you know, like like you said, we have so many stories in the state of mass in the city of boston that they need to be heard you know what i mean yeah. some people don't know about this and some people do but it needs to be heard and like i I dropped two episodes and the amount of feedback that i got back from the people talking about something they need more they want to listen to more they need to hear more stories i'm just like i might as well keep it going Absolutely. i have to and in,
2: in, in the cut-ups the, the cut-ups you can go back and edit that right of
0: course of course of course of course all
2: right cool cool man i just want to make sure i'm not disturbing your flow here man cause
0: nah, I'm- man, now nah, you're good man you're good you're good you're good
2: okay perfect because I, I think that we was on a roll before that thing cut out man
0: yeah I think, uh, I think i left off at so where where will you guys be located like where were the games like is there i know we're in the COVID time so is there like a, a day for the league to kick off is there like or anything like that, like a grand. I know you guys had your press conference not too long ago.
2: Yes, we did. We, yep, yeah, we had the press conference actually at at P.O.B. and um, what you call it? The 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 season's going to be starting in April. It's going to start April ninth. Um, right now, the Reggie Lewis is is a, is a consideration for home games. Um, But now, you know, we have some bartering happening from other institutions that want to be the home base of, you know, the Monarchs, um, you know, and being like the universal platform where we, you know, display, you know, the TBL. So we're going to, you know, we're going to play that by ear, right, because the season hasn't started yet. But um, so, 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 so far we'll be in the inner city. Right at the Reggie or you know, it might be one of these potential clients or institutions that are, you know, reaching out with so much joy.
0: All right, cool. I I am putting it out there now. That's that's two days before my birthday. So I need a ticket or I need a Zoom link. I I need something. I, I, I need I need to be what? I, I need to be for the first game.
2: Oh, that's clear before your listen, man, you, you got a birthday package already lined up, man. I I yeah. have made back, make sure you know, you got a birthday package, you got front row, you know, floor seats.
0: I got you know it.
2: you know, and, and, and just just on the other side, man, just make sure that we able to get some of these players on this beautiful podcast.
0: Most definitely, most definitely. We're gonna have to set something up so that we can uh, I can try to get up in there before before the season starts so I can try to roll sign out, roll, roll sign That's out cool. for the special monarchs. Do do maybe do like a like a players thing, maybe have to come out come out to the compound and, and, and chop it up with some of the players. You know, just, just in case y'all need a 13th man. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a reserve spot. <laughs> Make sure you do some yoga though. Make sure you're good. Make yeah. Sure you yeah. <laughs> but man, th- this yeah. is from, this is this is very
0: exciting, man. I, uh this is just Really good to see another brother to have some of the opportunities that some of us might not think we can ever reach in that year, like reaching these opportunities with the TBL and with ops and with Noah's son. Like, um, you, you're, you're a team, so is the team picked out yet? Are you taking some of the guys from ops and bringing them over? How they, are they doing? I know, um, I, I speak to Steve Wilson, who's like like they're going to be like the ref coordinator or he he's helping with the TVO. Um, mm-hmm. Are you picking some of these players out? at some of these open runs or like, what, like what's the process?
2: So basically what we're doing is where, um, so we've had six to seven events already mm. and, uh, and I, and I appreciate the appreciation by the way, as, as a, as a brother of minority, as a black man, cause it's, you know, it feels good to, to, you know, see that resonate. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in regards to this being a minority-owned business, uh, but you know, we have um, we have like a system. We have a platoon system, and adjacent to TBL tryouts, you know, uh, we just feel like you know, taking a little bit of the ops perspective. You know, we just feel like uh, a weekend or a day is not enough for players to actually get you know a full assessment of their form of expression on the court. Mm-hmm. It's not enough time to see what their height to rate ratio may be saying regarding their reality versus their potential. So what we did was we wanted to create something that can, you know, allow them to be assessed uh, at, a, at a higher tier. But then not mm-hmm. only that, you know, um, teach them, you know, the the family aspect of the monarchs and also what we represent. So we have a week-long process called the cocoon. And mm-hmm. the cocoon is, you know, obviously it correlates with monarchs, right? Because I, I see, I see what
0: you did there. Yeah. Okay. All right.
2: Picking what, what I'm putting down. I'm putting down. Um, and uh, you know, it's 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 for a week, right? And mm-hmm. it's, it's three a days, right? Where players are conditioning eight a.m. They condition, you know, twelve p.m. And then you know, we're going. You know, two hours in the gym, going over our offensive and defensive schemes, and we're getting up thirty five hundred shots a day.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: ultimately, with the last two days of the cocoon, which would be a tr- which would be leading into another tryout, or it'll be a tryout for us. Um, you know, it's scrimmages, right? And it should be mm-hmm. a full re- a full reflection of everything that we've learned, and w- and what we what we taught in the week of the cocoon. And then that right there, that gives us a chance to scout and see, okay, yo, we think that this player will be a great player that that, that will complement a player that was at the first cocoon. We could put those two guys in the first rotation or the second rotation, or we could play small ball with these guys, right? So we can start intellectually looking at some different dynamics on, like, if we was in the season, like, how would we go about making our runs? How would we go about, you know, stopping and stopping tempo uh, on the mm-hmm. of the opposition and, you know what I mean? So
1: yeah.
2: uh to answer your question, um, you know, the layout is not fully laid out, but we have a core. Mm-hmm. But right now we're still, we're still doing the cocoons and we're having tryouts. So um, we have a small core, but we're still really trying to close in on the idea of the guys that we want to be a part of, you know, training camp before the season. And that's where mm-hmm. we make our final cuts.
0: Okay. And yeah. – um... How many, how many games is it? Like, how long is the season?
2: It's going to be six home and six away.
0: Oh, so, 12 games. All right. So, are you guys going to be – I know i seen the post about, like, a new team in, like, Albuquerque or something like that starting up. Are you guys traveling, like, far, or are you guys only trying to play on the East Coast? Is it Like, a East Coast, West Coast thing or, like, a North, South, East, West, like, collective oh, like
2: To be honest, there's 33 teams in the league now. Damn. So – so if you look at the United States, right, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's all around the United States. Around the so border, be, uh, like well, yeah, like technically, right, you can you can go research it. Like this team's all in the United States, but it goes down and around, right, mm-hmm. uh, leaving like the Midwest and the mid. You know, it's kind of it's kind of a little. You know, that's his own market, right? But um, you no, know, Stephen Francis, mm-hmm. Steve France. Stephen Franchise just bought a team in Houston. I heard about um, the Jerome Williams, the junkyard dog, he just bought a team in Las Vegas. We have about six to seven, um, you know, uh, NBA co- NBA players, NBA coaches, you know, here on the East Coast. Uh, you know, Steve Franchise, he got one of his teammates as a coach uh, that played for the Rockets at the time. Um, and, and 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 uh, you know, on the on the West Coast, I think there's about five you know, NBA, co- NBA, you know, veterans that are coaches now. Um, and, you know, pretty much, man, we're going to be traveling, right? We're going to have uh, in our conference, all right, we're going to be here in our conference, which is a, which is it's not the conference, it's called the pod mm-hmm. in the TBL. And, and then we'll be flying, you know, to the west, to the south, um, you know, to, uh, you know, obviously play outside of our pod.
0: Okay. Okay. That's, that's yeah. dope. That's dope. I mean, I see it now. You already said like old retired players and players that are not in the NBA no more are like looking down. And it's like, wait a minute, I can possibly own this team. You know what I mean? And if I do good, it might get me back into the NBA. You know what I mean? Something like this as exactly. a owner, or as a co-owner, or as a, like a COO, of, like some person that does an operation. So I think this the TBL is not only going to provide opportunities for the minorities, whether you're white, I mean, black, Spanish, Asian, in the and you live in the inner city, but to some of these yeah. people that was in the NBA to be like, this is like kind of like my give back. Let me own one of these teams and give them some of the jewels that I got. So it can, It's like I'm never running door. So I think the TBL is onto something. I I, I like what what I've been reading so far. I like how like I feel like every month there's a brand new team and a new expansion like the league is just keeps growing and growing and growing so this is this is very very dope I'm glad yeah. you're one of the front runners or the first person in mass to like own a team and you're a black yeah. owner and it's like it's for us it's for us so congratulations again man congratulations again oh,
2: Thank you, brother. Big speaking. Thank you, brother. <laughs> uh,
0: is there anything specific that you look for in a player? Like, say you just walk into a gym, say you go to Lifetime and you see this guy, athletic, doing his thing. Is is there, like, a specific swag or a specific thing you're looking for, players, or they're going to have to wait for next season for tryout?
2: Um, well, so, so, again, we're still we're still – you know there's still opportunities for players to try out and be a part okay. of the process. Um, so as of right now, they don't have to wait till next year. But you know we're still looking at you know you know players you know. But now when it comes to scouting, and I mean but in a good way, uh, when it comes to scouting, man, um, man, you just got to have the it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I mean by the it, it has to correlate for what it is that's going on interpersonally with monarchs. Mm -hmm. right you gotta have the ability to be vulnerable right Mm -hmm. you know your game has to as a character as a pro character as a pro we should be able to see that you have this potential besides your reality that Mm -hmm. lets us know that you know you have there's a bigger chance right
3: besides Mm -hmm.
2: where you're at right now Mm -hmm. you know and and that comes just from the experience of the scouting that I've done over the years and some of the, um, you know, successful testimonies and, you know, um, clients that we have worked with um, to to, you know, you know, get to this point, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, that's something that it's a feeling. It's something mm-hmm. that connects is that non tangible aura that you see that you say, oh, yeah, that guy can make this special because we're about this and this can help that type of, you know, aura. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah so, I could, yeah. so I wanted to approach it that way because, you know, we look to elevate everything, you know, any business in the community of uh, New England that want to be a part of the Monarchs or any employee and, and, and then the players, right? And the players are first, but we want to elevate everything. We want to put the players in a position so that they can elevate, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, we have to see that we have to see where that may, what that may be, you know, and where that may happen regarding where the player meets us at. And we're meeting each other halfway, right? We're Mm -hmm. meeting each other halfway so that, you know, you're vulnerable, vulnerable enough to receive what it is that, you know, we have for you, right? right, And then also being vulnerable enough to have the courage to be a part of it so that you can elevate to NBA, top league Maccabi Fox, you can go from making eight thousand, right, to, mm-hmm. you know, seventy thousand dollars, five thousand dollars a month, right? Or eight thousand to, you know, a million dollars playing for Maccabi Fox or eight thousand to making six figures in the G League or eight thousand to make a million in the NBA. You know, but you know, that's really what we're looking, you know, to do. But we have to see that in a player. Because you know the TBL is 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 you know it's the reason why I made the investment, right everything's mm-hmm. about location, yep everything everything's about location and as a business owner, right you know, and then looking at the dynamics of what longevity investments are, you know um you know the the t b l just resonated with what we was doing already, yeah right? you look at Logan, it's it's where the spirit of the game you know exists right mm-hmm. and like I just told you before before we, we we got into the conversation, you know I'm all about the spirit. And mm-hmm. um, you know, the 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 at the, 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 the TBL wants players to get to the NBA. So they have a mm-hmm. whole optic, they have a whole curriculum, right, which puts players in a position, games, teams in a position to scout to, to broadcast their players globally to the best resources in the world. You know, and you know, and, and seeing that face seeing that with face value, um and then also having some successes and understandings with certain NBA connections, um, you know, that's, that I said, man, we got to just say elevate everything. We need, we need to be looking for this type of player for scouting. So let's scout like this because, you know, the TBL doing all, doing all the work here. So let's just put these players in a position so that they can just elevate. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we scout, we look for that vulnerability. You know what I mean? Um, On top of, you know, their talent, because Mm -hmm. a lot of these guys, there's a reason why they're not part of the 1%, right? We want to be the ones to say, hey, we played a a micro role in helping you, you know, figure out, you know, your your, your, your why. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you know, figure out your why's and figure out the the unanswered questions Mm -hmm. so that, you know, you can now finally step out of your exodus finally step into you know your heart desires regarding pro ball you know what i mean Mm, Um, yeah yeah that's
0: that's phenomenal man that 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 is definitely phenomenal 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 um
2: yes (laughs) i see your face <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I like it. Man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm looking forward for the ninth, man. I'm about to circle that calendar, that date on my calendar, whether, whether you guys can have people live or you gotta watch it via like a live stream of some sort. I'm, I'm definitely gonna be rooting for you guys. Um, I, I can't wait. I, I cannot, I cannot wait, man. This has been a true blessing. This has been a true, true blessing. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um uh we'll so it'll be it'll be the ninth, but we have so it'll be broadcasted electronically. Um we will have COVID seating. Um okay. we we have, you know, we are implementing um insured um dynamics to making sure that, you know, d- you know, despite the COVID um, you know, pandemic, right, um we're able to sufficiently, you know, have fans, right? Mm -hmm. Um, in the most safest, you know, most, you know, secure way possible, right, Uh, Mm -hmm. for the country and just for our health health in general. So um, we will have seating, um, and then also we will be broadcasting uh, globally. And then not only that, we're partnering with a cable television network right now, which is NECTN, which is New England Christian Television. So we will be on cable television regardless. We'll be on Roku, we'll be on Amazon, we'll be on Hulu. Um, you know, I mean, on uh, Hulu, we'll be on, um, no, yeah, Roku and Amazon. Uh, I said Hulu, I don't know why, I that. but uh, yeah, so you know, a, a speaking it to way, it to, right? speak it into existence, that's what's gonna happen. Oh, next will be on Hulu, yeah, uh, and, uh so you won't miss nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, But I just want to say that that's kind of about to just wrap it up real quick. I just want to say thank you. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Damon Hopper, who is the owner um, of the South Shore Monarchs, the first TBL team based out of Massachusetts. Um, He is a black owner of a professional team. Um, The league is ran by its first professional black woman. So I think we we, we need to start investing and in, and in look in looking forward for this um, as a black community because it's for us. It, like, why wouldn't you want to support something that's beautiful like this? Um, if you haven't known or, or, or don't know much about the TBL, I suggest you get online and, and do some research about the TBL because they're providing some amazing, amazing opportunities for young brothers all throughout the united states whether if you're going to be a player whether if you're going to be a janitor a custodian on that team or even a team owner like mr hopper right here um i suggest you tap in now before it's too late right
2: oh man yes before it is too late um i do man uh thank you so much for sharing that man please get bucket nation man tap in um there's a lot of beautiful things happening regarding opportunity Regarding the TBL, not even just you know as playing, as you know, as being a team owner and being a janitor, you know, just ultimately what with what, what brother David just said, man, it's just jobs. Yeah. You know, if, if you're looking for jobs, man, um the TBL, you know, there's a plethora of them right now. So hop in before it's too late, for sure.
0: Yeah. So you, usually before I, I say my little quote, but seeing how you, you're a pastor and this is a brand new year, I would would like to lead you. Would like to ask you if you would lead us out in a prayer
2: Mm, yes yes absolutely um you ready right now
0: ready right now
2: let's do it let's do it it. um let's go let's go uh father god who sits on the throne and sets the agenda for the holy spirit father god we ask if you tilt your ears to this prayer i mean to this prayer father god father god we ask of you to allow this fellowship to profess appreciation for those who do not have father Father God, those who are in Good Bucket Nations right now, tuned in, we ask you to allow the Spirit to jump out, and whatever the message is in this podcast today, allow it to resonate with those souls, and allow them to seek out opportunity that is meant for them, that is ordained for them. Father God, Father God, we ask you to allow this fellowship to profess to be an all-around nourishment to our health and aspirations. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Amen.
0: In the name of Jesus, Amen. Damon. It was much pleasure. I'm quite sure me and you will be chopping it up in person real soon. Uh, Like I said, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I I will be there sideline for game one, whether if it's in person online to do some post-game interviews or whatever the case may be. I definitely will be keeping in touch. Uh, Thank you once again. Thank you for everybody listening. Uh, For now listening to Get Buckets podcast, like I always say, Get Buckets, baby.
2: Yes, Lord. Yes, Peace sir. Light, brother. Thank I
0: will you. Talk to you soon, if not before then. All right, enjoy. All right, all right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, that was David Hopper. Um, like I, he's the owner of the South Shore Monarchs, the new TBL team, in uh, in Massachusetts. Um, that was a pleasure chopping it up with him. And now I'm about to bring you part two. Yes, I'm giving you two guests in one episode. Well, my next guest we got Cole Swider, who is a forward that plays at Villanova at Villanova University or the University of Villanova um check us out Ladies and gentlemen, I'm coming to you with a get bucket exclusive. This is like a real big exclusive for me. This is probably one of the new generations uh Uh, basketball players uh, a lot of young kids look up to him I mean I'm even looking at them and this is probably like one of the most like uh, famous athlete (laughs) that I had on the show thus far that's like still playing in the game Um, he done played in the hood a lot of people know him he done played at BABC he's originally from Rhode Island he's a Rhode Island guy Um, I want to say Portsmouth or Barrington I'm not quite sure But ladies and gentlemen, let me bring this young gentleman to the show. He has done a lot, man. This this dude gets buckets, Mister Cole Swider.
3: How
1: you doing, bro?
2: How you been?
3: I'm doing well, man. Just just staying, keeping my head on straight, and um, just starting the season. So, okay. I
0: can dig it. I can dig it. Man, first I want to say thank you so much for like even responding to me I'm like let me hit him up and see if you'll respond to me but you did I'm I'm excited that you hit me up thank you first and foremost for that um and just thank you for this being part of what I got going on um I know you're a local guy well I, I'm gonna say local guy being right up the street so you know that's nothing but like a 35 minute drive yeah. but being a local guy um playing in the New England area um being one of the best to come out of New England I think Within the past couple years, especially playing for B A B C. Um, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Like how was it like growing up in Portsmouth and like how did you find your way to like B A B C like how how did that happen? Like how was it growing up in Portsmouth?
3: Yeah, it was good. It was good. My parents started the youth basketball league in my town. So from an early age I was introduced to basketball right away. Um and then when I was it's fun it's a funny story how, how I got on B A B C. So when I was eight years old, I was on uh I went to Providence College basketball camp and Mm -hmm. uh, I don't don't know if you if you ever heard of uh, Jay Demings but Jay Demings is is now with USA basketball but at the time he was with Leo uh, helping out with Leo and uh, I guess like throughout my whole entire like middle school career he was kind of following me following me and then uh, (laughs) after my eighth grade year he called my dad and was like hey like uh, we love for Cole to come up and and work out for BABC. So at this workout, it was me, Ja'Kai Dotton, um, like a, a, a bunch of the guys that uh, Geo Baker, a bunch of guys went on to be pretty successful. And after that, I, I was on BABC and, and, uh, and that's where I started with my journey with them.
0: That's what's up, that's what's up, that's what's up. Um, I'm gonna ask a lot about high school because I never, got like some of the notoriety you did you know what I mean so yeah. like how was it going in high school now is it's Saint Pre- a prep school
3: yeah St. Andrews a prep school yeah
0: okay so what high school did you go to what high school did you go before you went to St. Andrews
3: so I went to Portsmouth high school which was my public high school uh okay. as a freshman and then I went to uh St. Andrews
0: are so your sophomore junior and senior year
3: yeah, uh, I repeated my freshman year. And I did my last, I did four years there.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So they, they already knew you had the sauce when you was a freshman. So they was like, yeah, you're coming over
3: here. <laughs> yeah, something like that.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Man, sorry about Yeah, as you can see, I'm in the car. I'm always working. I just picked up my hoodies. I'm about to just head back to the crib and do it. I was like, let me get this man before it gets too late. I don't know if you have any homework or whatever the case may yeah, be. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, so how was it going? Like, what was it? biggest transformation or the biggest transition you had to do going from like regular public Portsmouth High School to now St. Andrews? Like, was it was it a big jump in like competition-wise or was it like kind of the same for you?
3: Yeah, it was a big jump. I mean, Rhode Island basketball is, is pretty good, but uh, New England Prep School, Nepsack, is one of the best high school leagues in the country. So I went from being the best player on my high school team to being like the 10th, 11th guy as a freshman in high school. Damn. Um, so we had, like, five or six Division One guys when I was a freshman. And we had Terrell Browners at Pitt, um, Chance Ellis who played in New Mexico State, Terrell Lynch, who played at Hartford, um, Aaron Williams at Purdue now. Um, okay, okay, so y'all, y'all, dad,
0: some, y'all have some thugs over there. Y'all have some studs.
3: Yeah, yeah, so that was my freshman year. And then, yeah, so oh, – that's I, your I, freshman year? Yeah, that was just my freshman year, yeah. We had we had six Division One guys. For being the tallest kid on my team at six, I was six three at the time. I was I was the tallest kid on my high school team, and then we had six eleven guys, uh, seven footers. So it, it was a big adjustment for sure.
0: Damn. Okay. So, what what are some of the schools that you guys played um when you was at Saint You guys we, played,
3: like- played Nepean double AA. So, uh, Worcester Academy, Vermont Academy, Tilton, Wilbraham and Munson, um, Masters, mm-hmm. uh, South Kent. All all those guys. We played North Carolina, Herman, New Hampton, Brewster, all those guys. So we played against some of the best talent in the country, which was amazing. Just stack yourself up against those kind of players.
0: Now, um, when did you know that, like, when it hit you, you you was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Like, at what age did you know, like, ball is life for me. Like, this is what I'm going to do. This is my passion. Like, at what age did that hit you?
3: Yeah, like. I've always loved basketball. That's my first love. Both um, my parents played Division one basketball. My mom. Played.
0: Your mom used to get buckets. I did some yeah.
3: research. Yeah. My mom played in New Hampshire and mm-hmm. uh, my dad played at Fordham. So it was kind of the ball was given to me right, right out of the womb. You know what I mean? Um, but dude, I always wanted, to, I always try to figure out if I was good or not. You know, when you're younger, you're playing on a local AAU team, you don't yeah. know how good you are. Um, but once i got on babc i was like all right like this I is could, it i could play division 1 I. I could like i didn't know the the things that i could end up doing i like i didn't know that i would eventually get to that point but mm-hmm. i knew once uh once i got on babc i could like play division 1
0: okay who man what year did you play with babc
3: uh from my from my original freshman year on so since i was 14
0: Okay, so you, you played with, like, the T. Clarks and all, against, the, like, the T. Clarks and stuff like that.
3: Nah, so Terrence is two years younger than me.
0: Two, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So who was on your BABC team when you was uh, playing with them?
3: It was me, uh, Shandon Brown. Okay. Uh, Ja'Kai Dotton, Damone Kerrigan, Maurice Works, Kaden mm. uh, Dumas. Uh, we had a bunch of guys play with us, but, but those were, like, the main staples those of the, are the
0: main. Those are the main, yeah. I seen some of the stuff y'all did during the summer torching, guys. That, that was unfair, man. I don't know why y'all were moving out. That, that was just unfair. <laughs> um, Like, talk about, I want to talk, I, I always wanted to talk about with one of you guys about this summer run. Like, how did you feel with, like, the COVID and stuff like that, with all that going on? How was, like, the whole, the whole we outside with it? How, how, how did you, how, how did that help you get through the COVID? Because I know, like, some of these gyms are still closed. I mean, like, you guys brought, like, the whole city out when you guys was out there hooping. Like, how, how did it feel just to be, like, I'm just back, just hooping, like, not even, like, having to win anything, but just, like, just locked in and hooping?
3: Yeah, it, it was fun. It was really fun. Like, my, my brother is Sha'Kai Dye, and, like, we're, we're like this, man. Like, mm-hmm. so he told me, hey, like, I'm starting these outdoor runs. Um, I, I know, like, I know your family. I know they probably wouldn't want you outside during coronavirus and everything, but I would, I would love for you to come play. Mm-hmm. So at first it was, it was one of those things where uh, you obviously want to be safe or mm-hmm. outside. You know what I mean? It's a little different than being inside. So, um, so I really, I really went to be with my brother, Jakai and mm-hmm. play with him. And then we, we played in Brockton. We won like 10, 11 straight. Um,
0: Y'all demolished people out there. I was looking at yeah. the highlights. I was just like, this shit is unfair, dog.
3: Yeah, yeah. So it was me, me, Ja'Kai, and Nick. And then mm-hmm. after that, all the video guys came out. Everyone came out. Everyone saw what we were doing. And uh it kind of blew up after that. And then everyone was trying to kind of replicate what Ja'Kai mm-hmm. was doing. And it's really just trying to bring people together, bring the community together, and just have like a safe, fun way of, mm-hmm. of, of playing basketball, playing the game that we love. So it was a great experience to, to do that. And then obviously, like, me, I'm from the suburbs, so it's a little different. But mm-hmm. uh, like being being in that uh, environment, being that place where it's a little like uncomfortable, maybe for me. Yeah, it was awesome just to play, it was awesome to play and and just. just be my thing.
0: Hold on, hold on, wait a minute, hold on. I'm gonna bring it back. That that made you uncomfortable to play when you play in front of like thousands and thousands and thousands of people.
3: That I wouldn't say uncomfortable, like because basketball, you know what I mean. I I love playing basketball, but yeah. it's. It's one of those things. So I, I played in the Shoe City Classic. Oh,
0: uh, okay.
3: So that was in Lynn, and I didn't play that well. So everyone in the everyone in the hood was like, "Oh, like he, Ooh, he, he
1: sucks. He ain't."
3: Nah, he he, he, they were just saying, "Oh, like like he, he's good when they play games, but he can't come out over here and play against us." Uh, so I made a fact in Broxton that I, I, had, to, I had to do. That you can do this. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, I, I can do this. I can do this. Thanks. That's what's up. That's what's up. So I see in twenty seventeen, you was a Gatorade Player of the Year. Your class yeah. of 2018, like how how was how was that moment like? Like how, how how does that kind of like a Gatorade dude come to the door? You get a letter, be like, yo, this is what it is, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> nah, it, it was. It's one of those things where uh, yeah, my, my high school coach just called me and told me. He said the people from Gatorade uh said that that you were Gatorade Player of the Year. Um, it's pretty much like the highest honor for. Like the state of Rhode Island for being like the best player in the state, so mm-hmm. it, it it was an honor for sure. And I want as as a junior, um, so it, it was amazing to get that honor. And, and
0: I was about to say that that gonna really made you feel like like that kind of made you feel like yeah, I I really can do this, huh?
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up. And then like I always want to like how them like the person that doesn't I guess like the Gatorade Player of the Year. Like, like how come you don't see them in like the McDonald's all American games or whatever the case may be? But you went to the um to the Jordan Classic, if I'm correct, right? Yeah. And you held it down. You definitely held it down out there. Who was um some of the people that was uh in that Jordan Classic with you?
3: If yeah, you... my team was me, Zion, uh um, yeah, RJ Barrett was there, Tyler Hero was there. Um every really every big name was there. Uh all the guys who got drafted. Uh, Romeo Langford was there. He plays for the Celtics. Mm. Uh, Kelvin Johnson was there. Ayo who who's at Illinois, was there. Um,
0: so, what's it like? Like, I the, the craziest camp or the highest camp I ever been to was like a five star camp. Now I know Jordan yeah. Brand is nothing like five star. So, what was yeah. like? Like the typical day? Like, was it one day, two day, three day event?
3: Yeah, it, was, it I think it was four days. So, okay. the first day you kind of just get there, get settled in. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had like this big, this big room for us to go and, and kind of just hang out. So the first day you go there, the second day is when like the so the, the game. The game is fun, but it's not it's not real serious. The the serious part is when you're in like the practices. That's when you really kind of show out because that's where all the NBA scouts are. Oh, so okay. all, all thirty NBA teams are there. Um. So so you have like two days of practices. And those, and those were intense. Those, those were real fun, like, to really stack up yourself against those top guys, especially Zion and, and all those guys. who The NBA scouts are looking at be like, the number one picks in the draft, and the top top 15 picks. They're mm-hmm. all right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, that, that was amazing to be able to stack myself up against them. And then the third day is same thing, practice. And the fourth day is a game. And then after the game, you leave. But it was crazy, the amount of gear that we got. Uh, I bet <laughs> it, was it was wild for sure.
0: I bet. What was what, what kind of sneakers they give you? I'm a sneaker head. What what ball kits they give you to hoop in?
3: Yeah, they gave us the ones. They gave us the ones, and then they gave us a special edition Jordan Brand Classic uh, Jordans. I, I actually got them right here. Uh, here
0: this is this is this is amazing. <laughs>
3: I got them right here. Oh shoot.
0: Those are the tens. Oh, wait, that got graphite on it.
3: Yeah. Ooh. You yeah. hooping those yet? People offer me like a stack for these. So Dang. you hooping those yet? Nah, nah. I can't I can't hoop in these. I, I haven't even worn them to be honest. Because- for
0: real? I nah. See, I'm I'm gonna sneak ahead. There's one thing about my Jays like I have to play ball, and at one time in my Jays, before I like <laughs> my rock them, I have to play no matter what they are. And them tens. Yeah, man. I would have yeah. worked 10s down already.
3: <laughs> yeah. Nah, they're, they're pretty special to me because just being Jordan Brand Classic and everything, special edition.
0: But. Yeah, nah, And not too many people got those right there.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: Not too many people got those right there. Okay. So now you went to St. Andrews, you know what I mean? You're doing your thing over there. Like I said, 2017, the year. And then 2018, they got you as the top 100 forwards. I, I, I want to say you was in the top 50. So I'm yeah. going to put that down in half. So we're using top 50 forwards coming out of like basically New England. So now you got schools knocking at your door. So what, what was like the first schools to come through and hit you up and be like, hey, this is, this is what we got to offer you? Take me yeah. through that process.
3: Yeah, a bunch of local schools uh, were like my first offers. Uh, Boston College, Providence College, URI, um, UMass.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, pretty much like those were like my first like five or six offers. Um mm-hmm. University of New Hampshire, my mom went there, so they they offered me. but um it was it was just it was honestly a bunch of local schools and and they were on me they were on me pretty heavy. and then uh and then that, that next that next uh, that next school year for basketball is that when the big, big uh, school started recruit me Syracuse offered me, they offer me um, Indiana, uh and then eventually Duke offered me after my uh, spring season. In uh, playing for BNC, so Florida, um, Purdue. Um,
0: did you did you visit all these schools, or did you narrow some down and like I'm gonna go visit? I'm gonna go visit.
3: Yeah, I visited. Um, so my, my top four schools ended up being Xavier, uh, Duke, Villanova, and uh, Syracuse. Okay. So so here's my final four schools, and I, I took officials to all four of those schools. Okay. Um, and then I uh, eventually ended up picking Villanova, which was, which was, has been a great uh, decision so far.
0: Okay, okay, okay. And um, you didn't want to stay local, huh?
3: I, I wanted to stay local. I I, I love the schools around me, but at the end of the day, like I I didn't really uh, take location into effect, right? Uh, I think if Villanova was was around the corner, I, I probably still would have went to Villanova. But uh, I felt like Villanova was the best fit for me, and and that's where I decided to go.
0: Okay, okay. Now you at Nova. Okay. And then um your freshman campaign. How did how how was your freshman camp? Like, so you go to St. Andrews and then you end up at Nova. How's that transition? Is it another big jump for you, or is it a kind of a little bit easier for you to transit, get used to the college game?
3: Yeah, it, it was a big jump again. I mean, for me, the biggest the biggest thing for me was just uh lifting weights. Like that was mm. I high school. I never lifted I never really lifted weights. I was always playing AAU. I was always uh traveling AAU circuits and, and just really I just love playing basketball, so I never really lifted weights. So my body was a little underdeveloped um once I got to college. So the physicality of the college game uh was was a big transition for me. It was, it was a really big jump. Mm-hmm. So so my freshman year, uh I started out the year I was struggling. I was struggling a little bit, not playing as much as as much as like I, I would want to, to be honest. Um and then I broke my hand and my I was feet. out. I'm hit. Yeah.
0: I ask you about that. How, yeah. how
3: did that happen? Uh, so we were in practice. We were doing a drill, and just one thing happened after another. I swiped in, um, and I broke my hand. So, uh, I was out. I was out for 16 games my freshman year, and I came back just in time for Big East tournament play. So, so that was kind of like my freshman year right there. I played. I played like, I played like 15 games, and then got hurt, and then after that, it was. Like, my seat, like, then I came back for to tournament play, but by, by that time, the team was already established, team was ready to go, and like, they were in championship mode. So, it, like, I, I played, but it, it wasn't, it you wasn't scored
0: what five, six points. What'd you say? You scored like five, six points that, uh, in that tourney game, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: my, yeah. I did a little, I did a little research, <laughs> a little research. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. But now, what this year is what year two, right?
3: No, that's my junior year here. Year three,
0: year three. This is year three. So, yeah. um, now you are actually getting buckets. I done seen the 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 transition. I don't w do done, done watch a whole bunch of highlights and a whole bunch of Villanova film. I feel like I'm I'm part of the team now. Yeah. But uh now nah, you done really develop from like your freshman year till now. You it's still saying that you average averaging single digits, but I don't I don't believe it. I don't you 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 put up numbers. You, you had like twenty something a couple nights ago or twelve. Yeah. Putting yeah. up buckets, putting up buckets. So what's the next step from here, man? Like are you just we go definitely got to get the degree. That's yep. that's 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 number one. But after this degree, are we are we talking MBA or are we trying to go overseas or are we just
3: I mean whatever God puts in front of me man, I'm I'm just taking each day, uh each step day by day, man. Mm-hmm. I, I try not to think about like the future. I try to just be in the now, be in the moment. So you
0: know uh, them people are gonna be start asking you like well, what about the combine? How do you feel? So I'm Yeah just...
3: yeah yeah. I mean I'll, I'll tackle that obstacle when I get there. But right now, I'm really just focusing on on just getting better every single day. And mm-hmm. if I do that, I feel like everything else will take care of itself.
0: Definitely, definitely. Now, um, little sis, little sis is a freshman, huh? And I, yeah. I just seen that she she's she's down with the Wildcats as well. Little sis get buckets.
3: Yeah, yeah. So she she came from uh, Tabor Academy, and that's okay. on the team. So. Uh, they, they're like six and zero right now, so they, they got off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she she's still developing into her body and, and developing into the player she wants she wants to be. So she's not getting as much time right now, but she's gonna be good. She works hard, she works at it, and uh, she'll be good. She'll be good.
0: So what what would be one thing you would tell like a kid in high school right now that's like just like going through it because the high school season for a lot of the kids in yeah. around New England starts tomorrow. Like, what is one thing you can tell a high school kid that is, like, is a sophomore, doesn't have any looks, but, you know, is a hooper? Like, what would you tell a kid, like, a sophomore or junior right now?
3: Just keep working, man. Like, you never know who's watching at the end of the day. Um, I was blessed enough to play uh, for Coach Hart at St. Andrews where a bunch of college coaches were coming to the gym, but um, you never know who's watching because at the end of the day, it could be a prep school coach. It could be Division three, Division two. They give you opportunity that can help you get your degree, um give you a scholarship. uh just keep on working. Just never, like, never sell yourself too short. Never put limitations on yourself, and just keep working. Because at the end of the day, that's that's all we have, right? You just gotta yeah. keep working, and, and uh, God's gonna determine our fate. So, it's a fact.
0: It's
3: a fact. so, so I truly believe as long as you keep working and, and keep doing the right things, and and sh- truly staying in the gym, like, mm-hmm. it's gonna end up working out for you one way or another, and you're gonna be able to. To achieve the things that you truly deserve. So, um, another thing: is don't make excuses and and just keep going, keep going. I, keep
0: man, going. I tell my players that. So, I coach I coach girls, so so it's a little different. I, I always have the yeah. excuses of like, well, oh, I have to do this, and my friend has to oh, do that. Right. I'm just trust like
3: my sisters, bro. Trust me.
0: So it's just like yo, if you want to get to where you want to get to, all that stuff will come later. But they're looking at yeah. me like. Like I'm a crazy man, but I'm just like, come on, this is this is part of the game. Like, yeah. that's what's up. That I, I'm definitely what's up. So I got a question. So say you put your mom, your dad, your sister, you, you guys all be doing a shootout. Who's winning that shootout?
3: It's, it's it's not close yet. It's not close yet. Oh, not. Nah? So, I'm I'm definitely the best shooter in the family right now. Hands down. I mean, yeah, I got two younger siblings, too. Um, they're coming up, too. So one's a sophomore in high school, and one's an eighth grader. My, my brother's an eighth grade. I got a sister who's a sophomore at Tabor Academy.
0: Okay. And
1: a brother
3: who, who's in eighth grade. And my brother's probably the second best shooter in the family.
0: Oh, but, yeah? Yeah. So. B, is he a BABC guy, too, or nah?
3: Uh He's Expressions right now. Expressions.
0: Okay, okay, okay. What
3: school is he at? Uh, he's at St. Andrews.
0: St. Andrews. All right. What's his name? I'm not going to Connor,
3: Swider. Connor Swider.
0: okay, Connor. Right.
3: I'm gonna have to look out for Connor. Yeah, he, he's Connor. next up, man. He's next up. He, he's, he's still growing. He, he's, he's just hitting his growth spurt now. He, he grew five inches over quarantine. So
0: Jesus,
3: it's crazy, man. So, you know
0: he's yeah. gonna start calling you out soon, right? Who? You say you know he's gonna start calling you out soon, oh. right?
3: Oh, for sure. He, he already does. He tries to say he's the best shooter in the family. It was funny, it was funny man. Like, this is my little bro. Like, he's – they call him uh SJ from the blind side because during my recruitment, he would go to the coach and be like, what's in it for me? You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, like that, that's just his personality. He's super mm-hmm. confident. So, he was at uh some showcase at Dana Barrow's the other day, like the Hoop Dreams Mag uh, mm-hmm. showcase. Yeah. And they had a little video of him shooting – and he posted on his instagram story i'm uh the best shooter in the country like he he commented best shooter in the country <laughs> like he just walks around with that type of like like you know he's in the gym you know what i mean like
0: that's what's up i like it
3: he got that dog
0: huh? he already got that little dog in him already yeah
3: yeah he's got he's got crazy confidence he's he's not as good as his confidence yet but he'll get there so, i like
0: it i like it he'll grow into it i like that i'll, I'll think te- <laughs> i'll take a player like that any day over a player that's like
3: unsure of himself. So.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? Like kind of timid or like, you know what I mean? I, I'll let him go out there. He can go 0 for 30 for all I care. But as long as he gonna hustle and, and I know he's working, that's fine with me. That's all I yeah, care about. Sure, that's all man. I care about. So um when John, uh, y'all y'all last game was Friday. Y'all won yeah. that 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 was that that was that was an easy button. I've seen that. <laughs> get them get them up out of here. So who, who, who y'all playing next? Who uh, who are you looking forward to playing in this year's in uh in this in this year's uh this season?
3: Honestly, man, every single game is a blessing to be honest. After after quarantine, and after the uncertainty if okay. we're gonna have a season or not. Every game is truly a blessing to be able to go out there and lace them up. So uh, it's 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 true. Like my coach says it all the time. He's like, like even before all this happens, like tomorrow's not guaranteed. That's you know what I mean? Mean. So, so focus on everything you can control today. So
1: That's yeah,
3: it's, it's crazy this year, you know what I mean? Like Coach K uh, just came out with his recent statement saying that they're not going to play any more non-conference games and we shouldn't be playing right now. So honestly, I'm, I'm just blessed and thankful to be able to be playing right now. And, and So any game I'm able to play.
0: How, uh, how many games do you guys have this year?
3: So totally. We're five and one right now. So we, we had six games so far.
0: No, like what's his season game? Like how many oh, games? Uh, 27.
3: 27? 27? Yeah, any, I mean,
0: any March madness or no big tourney, huh? Yeah,
3: yeah, they they, they, they they plan on having it. Oh, sure. they do, yeah, they plan on having it, but uh, we'll see, we'll, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. Like, God willing, this vaccine comes through and and, and we're we'll back to normal life, man. I mean, it's it stinks, but it's all it's all a part of it, you know what I mean? I'm just gonna keep yeah. my faith and, and control the things I can control.
0: That's the same thing with me. Usually, high school basketball season is like. 24 games, 25 games, you know what I mean? That's even without the playoffs, you know what I mean? But yeah. now, first I got the phone call saying, all right, we're going to 14 games. I'm like, cool. I'm like, all right, I'll take 14 games. I'll take 14 over zero.
3: Yeah.
0: Cool. Then I get an email like, yeah, it's going to be 10 games. I'm just like, "Damn." Wow. Yeah.
3: Then
0: last week, I get another phone call talking about, it's going to be eight. And if you go 500, you might get one playoff game. Wow. Yeah, and we're starting a whole. You know, Chris. You know, basketball is supposed to start that Thanksgiving, that Monday after Thanksgiving, but it's starting tomorrow. So we go see what goes down. Now, the first game will be in January, but it's just like okay. I'm just like you said. I'm I'm thankful just to be able to coach again this year. Because if we didn't coach, if I didn't coach basketball, I don't know what out I would, uh, I, I don't know what else. I, I can't I can't even work kids out. Like I can't even walk into in the gym without working kids out. I mean, besides going all the way to Millworks, but I'm not trying to drive all the way to Westford every day. You know what I mean?
3: That's hey, I
0: way, way too much, way too much, way too much. Um, uh, I've been out of school for – I've been out of college for a while, for quite some time. How, how's the campus life? Are uh, you you're in a dorm? you single dorm? I know you're a junior.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I got, I got my own room. Uh, we, It's a little apartment set up. So it's nice Yeah, We got four rooms. Uh, It's, it's normal college stuff, you know what I mean? But – but, yeah this this year's definitely been a little different like with the whole covid uh thing. it's a lot
0: quieter on campus i bet
3: yeah, yeah 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 for sure and and we we're in a bubble right now so so we're just trying to stay away from people and, and they got the basketball
0: uh, players in a bubble
3: yeah, yeah yeah so so we're in like our own little like bubble like like can only see our teammates and coaches type of thing right now so so it's hmm. it is what it is i'm just i'm just grateful and blessed to be able to play
0: is that is that Being in a bubble setting right now, do you think that's helping you guys, like, as far as, like, team bonding? Or is it, like, is everybody more locked in? Because give or take, like, if we was regular, like, if the world was opening up, you might have those two teammates over there playing 2K and one dude over here reading a book. But since y'all in a bubble, is, like, the team camaraderie, is it more like a family thing now?
3: Yeah, we're always super close as a team, to be honest. That's what makes us that's what makes us one of the best teams in the country every single year. Um, but I, I do think the bubble has kind of taken away a couple of the distractions that, that guys might have. If mm-hmm. seeing their girlfriends a little bit extra, if that's um, do, like maybe going out, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? I, I think it has taken away some distractions to really focus on basketball, because all we really have now is is the gym and each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's, it's definitely brought us closer together. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were close last year, but but this year, like, we're all, we're all, like, together. The I walked, so walked in. Together, and, and we're real locked in. And, and we're just blessed and thankful to be able to play. So we're, we're willing to do anything to play. So
0: That's what's up, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, I got a whole bunch of random notes. Like I said, I was all over the place. Like, when you said that you was going to do it, man, I, I got excited. I didn't tell nobody yet. Yeah. I'm just like, man, listen, this is. I started telling a couple of my students, they were just like, who? Like, what? My man, you're not a baller. You don't know nothing about about basketball. (laughs) Uh, I got you 37 points in an All-Star game. What All-Star game was that?
3: Yeah, that was – so Rhode Island, for a couple years, we did uh, like the prep school players versus the public school players.
0: Ooh.
3: So like a bunch of the – like Rhode Island Public School doesn't get a lot of credit. Mm -hmm. schools do because we, we, we play against a bunch of the top competition and we're playing a, against like a bunch of the uh people who are going to division one and we get a lot of attention for division one coaches mm-hmm. so Rhode island kids definitely have some not not hate but they definitely feel like some there's sort of animosity way. there's a little animosity there oh yeah, yeah for the for the prep players so so that was set up by uh that was set up by a, a couple of Rhode Island guys and mm-hmm. and uh yeah i went there and I couldn't let the tough guys lose, man. I couldn't let us lose.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Man, like I, said, it, it, I just want to say thank you for even giving me your time or even chopping it up and sitting down with me. Um, I'm quite sure you're a busy man with practice and, like, studies and stuff like that. So I am definitely don't want to take too much of your time. But I just want to say thank you um, for being on the show. Um, it's it's my pleasure. When you get back to the city, make sure you contact me, man. I got I'm gonna have some merch for you. You know what I mean. So when you go right, back up there, you, when you go back up to the Nova, you can wear some get buckets and be like, who's that? You know what I mean? Kind <laughs> not come holler at me. You know I, mean, I got something for them. But like I said, bro, once again, thank you. It's been a true, true, true pleasure. Um, Any last words you want to say? Anything you want to say to the people?
3: Nah, man. Just keep working. Stay blessed, and just let God uh, follow God's plan that, that He has for you. He doesn't steer anybody wrong. Just keep your faith.
0: Amen to that. Amen. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Cole Swaller Jr. at Villanova. Wildcats. He's getting buckets. He definitely gets buckets. Uh, Like I said, he's probably one of the best power forwards to come out of Rhode Island. Probably one of the best power forwards to come out of uh, the New England area. And he's doing this thing over at Villanova. My brother, much love. I appreciate you. Thank you for even sitting down with me. You know what I mean? While While I'm still grinding. I know one day you're going to be up on, uh, on that stage. I'm going to be like, see? I interviewed him way back. <laughs> but, yeah. most of that, bro, I'm going to let you go ahead and get back to doing whatever you was doing. It, bro, make sure you contact me when you get back to the city, man. I'm going to have some stuff for you.
3: I appreciate it, boss.
0: All right, bro. Okay. All right. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, that was Cole Swider. He's a junior over at Villanova. He's a wildcat. Um. I'm just, just blessings bomb blessings. Um, I just want to say thank him once again for being on the show. Stay tuned for more Get Buckets podcast with Coach Foster. I'm out.